So, I guess that's it, huh? Edith's expression was hard to read as she stared at me, her ethereal form flickering as she mimed gripping her hands together. She was a ghost, so the hand-wringing bit had to be a holdover from when she was alive. That's it, I confirmed, bobbing my head. I just told her who killed her decades ago. I'd also shared why she died and discussed the nature of her horrible actions and how a lot of it was karma, even though no one deserved to die in the manner Edith did so many years earlier. It's over and done. I see. Edith made a clucking sound as she shifted her eyes to the window. We stood, she hovered, in my office at the Whistler, Hemlock Cove's only newspaper, and even though we were alone, I knew my boyfriend, Landon Michaels, waited for me in the parking lot. He had offered to accompany me when I talked to Edith, but I knew it was something I had to do on my own. He's dead, Edith, I added, referring to the man who killed her. He's gone. There's nothing left for you here. A simple statement seemed to jolt Edith, and she jerked her eyes back to me. Nothing left for me? I squared my shoulders, reminding myself that I came here with a purpose, and I intended to follow through no matter what. It was time for Edith to leave. You stayed behind because you wanted to know who killed you, I reminded her. You know that now. You know who killed you and why. You can be free and move on now. Instead of being grateful for the words, Edith was furious. Move on to where, she sputtered. This is the only life I've ever known. Where do you expect me to go? Onward, I replied matter-of-factly. I don't know what's on the other side, but it has to be better than how you've been since your death. This isn't a life. This isn't even a half-life. It's no life. There's more for you on the other side. How do you know that? That was a good question. I have faith. You just said that I got a bad case of karma when I died, and that's why I died. But now you're saying there's something better out there for me? Which is it? You can't have it both ways. What you did when you were a teenager was reprehensible, I said, referring to her verbal torture of a girl she grew up with. You did terrible things, and you were paid back for them by dying. You've paid your dues, albeit in an extremely harsh and final way. You'll go to a better place. I don't think I can afford to believe that, Edith said. She looked pitiable, but I couldn't muster much sympathy for her. I'd put up with a lot from her over the years, being one of the only people in a small town who can see and communicate with ghosts has certain drawbacks. But I was done feeling sorry for her.